Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday to you. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Much love and shout out to everybody listening over North America. That means Canada. That means people listening in Mexico. Oh, yeah, people listening in Mexico. They've called me before. We got people listening in Hawaii. Good for you. Congratulations. We got people listening in Alaska. Shout out to all my folks in Anchorage. Much love to everybody serving in the military. It doesn't matter what branch. Shout out to everybody who has served in the military Much love to everybody out there just trying to make a living. We appreciate you. I appreciate Nobody told you today, I love you. And nobody told me they love me today, damn it. Anyway, I love Ryan Hickey too. Ryan Hickey holding it down for us in New York City. Super producer and host on the boards. We just getting warmed up, folks. We are just getting started. And this is when we get going. 6 p.m. Eastern time. 3 p.m. Pacific. You can always listen on the free Odyssey app. You can lock in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Shout outs to everybody tuning in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you got a smart speaker in your house or you got a smart speaker at your job, ask it to play CBS Sports Radio and boom, my show pops up. Whatever time of day, the show, whatever you're listening to will pop up. And we're here. It's really as simple as. As that, And we got a busy show in store for you. What is this? This evening, this afternoon, depending on where the hell you live, it's a busy one. First of all, in a few seconds, we're going to talk about Dalvin Cook because the guy who never ran the ball, never got the opportunity to run the ball for the New York Jets. He has a new home ahead of the playoffs. I'll tell you where that home is momentarily. Speaking of a home, this is, this is pretty terrible. I'm sure by now you heard about Uh, Tyreek Hill, and we mentioned it yesterday on the air, Tyreek Hill with that unfortunate fire in his home. uh, Everybody got out safely. Everybody is cool. Everybody is smooth. But today we found out the unfortunate reason after an investigation, and it took less than 24 hours for the fire department to figure out what went wrong in Tyreek Tyreek Hill's home. And we'll get into that as well. Pretty, pretty terrible and pretty awful. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, he had some words yesterday ahead of the national championship game. As we know, Michigan is going to take on Washington on Monday night. He had some words yesterday that pretty much really started to go viral today. And unfortunately for Michigan, it revolves around that that scandal that they had. No, not the first one that dates back years now. Not that one with the uh, the. The, the scouting, et cetera, impermissible reach outs by the team. No, no, none of that recruitment stuff. This has to do with the, the scandal, the other one, the recording, the sign stealing, the investigation, the uh, 
Well, we'll get into that and why all of a sudden J.J. McCarthy is deciding to open up his mouth now. We have no idea. None. The Brooklyn Nets are getting punished for load management. The Los Angeles Lakers, there are reports that a lot of the players are already sick of Darvin Ham and his rotations. Ricky Rubio has decided to go away, retire from the game of basketball. The NCAA may continue to change some of its rules as it relates to NIL. Are we moving towards a space? Are we moving towards a time where the schools will pay the players? Speaking of getting paid, Tuatanga Valoa. I know he wants to get paid. The Miami Dolphins are pretty much looking him in the face saying, hey, finish up this season and then let's talk contract. Is that a good idea or is that a bad idea? Is that favorable to Tua Tagovailoa? Is it not favorable for Tua? We're going to get into it. And as we talk about the Lakers, Trevor Lane from Lakers Nation is going to come on and join us. And then we're going to talk about another team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are the other AFC team. They are another AFC team that nobody's talking about too much. They did go to the playoffs last season. They did have a big old upset. And then they ran into some team that ultimately won the Super Bowl. And could the Jacksonville Jaguars go on a similar run without the Chiefs potentially being in their way? J.P. Shadrick, a matter of fact, he's going to join us in about 15 minutes to take a look at what the hell is going on with the Jags. He's the Jaguars' senior reporter. If you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, it's very, very simple. This is 2024. Nowadays, you don't even have to necessarily press a button to make a phone call. I can call my phone up and ask it to make the call. But the number here is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you are someone who utilizes the Internet, I am there. I'm not talking crap, not too much, but I am there at JR Sport Brief. Before we do anything else, this is going to be one of the most important questions of the day, and it is to Ryan Hickey. A very simple question. Hey, Ryan, how the hell you doing, man? You good? I am good, JR. I am good. Thank you. How you doing? I'm okay. I, I got nothing to complain about. I'm just sitting here just talking about stuff. You know, how, how bad can it be? I'm not outside digging ditches. Hey, by the way, shout outs to everybody out there who's holding it down. And if you happen to be somebody who's holding it down, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Keep your head up. Anyway, speaking of keeping your head up, I got to get this story out the way. We probably found out about it, uh, let's say, an hour ago. Dalvin Cook, yeah, the running back, the four-time Pro Bowler, the man who Uh, ran for more than almost 1,200 yards last year for the Vikings, had about 10 touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, the man who went on this, I want to call it a a free agency tour last offseason. Is he going to go here? Is he going to go there? The Vikings don't want him. Where is he going to go? He's going to sign with a contender. He's going to make a difference. Well, he went to the New York Jets. He thought he was going to go to the New York Jets, and he thought that he was going to make a difference for the New York Jets while playing next to Aaron Rodgers. Well, we know what happened to Aaron Rodgers. He bit the dust very, very early in the New York Jets season. And Dalvin Cook, he could barely create dust on the football field because he never really saw it. Pretty awful for a dude here that is used to accumulating 1,100-plus yards and being one of the league's leading rushers, this year 
he only rushed for 214 yards in 15 games. In the New York Jets' last game against the Browns, he did not even see the field. Brees Hall has pretty much led the way as the New York Jets are running back number one. And when Dalvin Cook has been on the field, he's only averaged a little more than three yards a carry. Typically, that means that somebody is running out of gas. And that's one of the reasons I believe outside of his contract that the Minnesota Vikings told him, sayonara, see you later, goodbye. And so he was placed on waivers. Nobody picked him up. And now Dalvin Cook is a member of the Baltimore Ravens. And the last time I checked, the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best rushing teams in the league, thanks to some guy named Lamar Jackson, I highly doubt that we see too much of Dalvin Cook. Maybe they move into a situation at the goal line where they don't want to hand it to Gus or they definitely don't want to hand it to Lamar to get injured, and then we might see Dalvin Cook. So congratulations to him for at least making it onto a contender. But this is the story in the NFL. You never know what somebody's season is going to look like. Let's think about Dalvin Cook. On one end of the spectrum, Dalvin Cook is is being courted. What team is he going to? What what is he going to contribute? Is he going to win a championship with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? And then he doesn't play all year. And then as we move forward, if we look back a couple of days towards last week, Russell Wilson, uh, let's think about all the pomp and circumstance in his contract. Russell Wilson is basically on his way out of the door out in Denver. And so you never know what you're going to get. The NFL is such an uh, unpredictable sport. One injury could end your season. One move could end your year. Forget your year. One play could end and alter your entire career. Good luck to Dalvin Cook. Maybe he can actually find some, uh, some playing time in Baltimore. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw him get a... I don't want to call him a pity snap. I expect him to be a, a short yardage dude. I mean, but if you average in three yards a carry, oh, good luck on that one. Speaking of luck, this is something else that we found out today. And this hurt my soul when we found out the news. First, this goes back to yesterday. Not too long before we went on air here on CBS Sports Radio, we found out about Tyreek Hill. We know that the Miami Dolphins have this huge matchup The AFC East is at stake in a primetime matchup, Sunday night football, this coming Sunday, down in Miami. And unfortunately, while Tyreek Hill was at practice yesterday, Tyreek Hill, his home, at least a portion of it, went up in flames. He had to leave. He had to go home. Thank God everybody and everything was okay. And it was pretty wild to think about. I mean, even Tua Tonga-Valoa, the players started to find out in real time while they were still at the facility about what was going on. And even Tua, he's like, man, I'm, I'm glad that everybody was cool. I think the main thing is his family is, is safe. Um, his loved ones are good. Uh, he's, he's good as well. Um, I know it's, it's a little cliche to say, but those, you know, things like that, um, you know, part of the house, uh, you know, some of those things can be replaceable. So all of those things can be replaceable. And when bad things happen to you, of course, all your business ends up out there. They talked about how his house is worth seven million dollars. There's the theater upstairs. There's there's bedrooms upstairs and whatnot. It's just just pretty wild stuff. But everybody is OK. 
I mean, even his agent, who happens to be Miami-based, Drew Rosenhaus, I'm sure you've heard this guy's name, everybody from Terrell Owens, who now hates him, to Antonio Brown. Drew Rosenhaus gets everybody the money. And he was on WSVN-TV yesterday, and he was talking about, yeah, Tyreek had to leave practice, and and we got to find out what happened. And listen to this. It's very difficult for anybody, obviously, to uh, have your home catch on fire, but uh, Tyreek was handling it. Uh, he and his family were handling it with as much poise as you could hope. As far as what caused the fire, we, we don't know. Uh, there will obviously be uh, some type of investigation. Okay, there was an investigation. And if this is the NCAA, not that the NCAA investigates fires, it takes them 20 years to investigate sign-stealing scandals. But if this was the NCAA, the investigation would take, like I said, 10 to 20 years. Because this is the fire department, I guess it didn't take them long to figure out what the hell happened and what went wrong in this irritated the hell out of whatever nerve any nerve all of the nerves in my body this is courtesy today of cbs miami listen to this officials just confirming that the fire was caused by a child playing with some kind of lighter cbs news miami's jacqueline quinn is live outside the home in southwest ranches with all of those new details jackie yeah, so we've just confirmed that this investigation has wrapped up and that it was a child playing with the lighter that made this fire break out and get out of control. So no one was hurt, but the home, it suffered a bit of damage and will need considerable repairs. What? what? A child playing with a lighter? What? Now, I, I get it. I understand accidents happen tragedies happened thank god nobody was hurt thank god nobody was injured but a a child playing with a lighter i heard that and my hair almost went up in flames because i'm like i can't imagine a child running around with a lighter it just grinds my gears damn and i get it tyree kill was not at home at the time i don't know who was in his house I know that it was a big public to do that he got married about, I don't know, a month, a month and a half ago. Congratulations to him. You know, when you got a $7 million home, somebody is there. Maybe somebody's cooking. Maybe there's a nanny. Maybe there's, well, obviously there's kids running around. Maybe his, his wife was home. I have no idea. Let me say this again. Thank God that no one got hurt and that no one got injured. But you know what? There are some accidents that are preventable. And one of those accidents is keeping dangerous things away from children. And I'm not going to sit here and slaughter Tyreek Hill and his family and whatnot, because unfortunately, awful, terrible things like this happen just all over the country, all over the world. We, We see toddlers and kids of all ages just unfortunately having awful accidents because of lack of supervision. Here's some JR wisdom. It's real, real simple for you. Watch your damn kids. Keep dangerous things and dangerous object, objects away from children. You know, I don't know Tyreek Hill. I've never met the guy in my life. I don't think his kids are, are that old. When I say that old, I don't think he has a child older than 10, if that. But damn, a lighter? Why are there lighters hanging around? I mean, we got accidents all over, but damn, please, please. Not to say that there's ever such a thing as an okay fire. There isn't. 
Accidents do happen. But a child with a lighter is preventable. Please. Last night we had an opportunity. Thank you, Randy Mac, Randy McMichael, former Dolphin. We had an opportunity to actually talk about the football game between the Dolphins and the Bills. That was nice. It's not nice to talk about the awareness and fire safety for a child running around with a lighter. I think we all understand the dangers. Good for him and his family for being okay. But listen, folks, it's here. Take that damn Christmas tree out your house. It's dried up. It don't have no more water. It's a fire hazard. All them lights outside your house, all of them 50 million things that you got plugged into the garage, unplug them. It's a fire hazard. I am not Smokey the Bear. I'm not telling you about forest fires. I'm just telling you some common sense. Uh, Fires are dangerous, if you had no idea. The Miami Dolphins at home. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. That took place down in Miami. And uh, for good reason, Tyreek Hill was not at practice today. I assume he'll be ready to go on Sunday. Sigh. When we come back, when we return from break, we're going to talk about another Florida team. And no, they don't deal with fires. Actually, this past season, it was revealed that their stadium is overrun with roaches. I'm not joking. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to talk about them on the other side of the break because unlike the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, they, they can control their own destiny going into the playoffs, or if they lose, they're going to need some help. So to talk about it, when we come back on the other side, we're going to connect with the senior reporter for the Jacksonville Jaguars. His name is J.P. Shadrick. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, we're going to get into some football, some positive news, I guess, for the Jaguars right here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't play with fire. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. To open up the show, we took a look at one team in Florida that is pretty much all set, just trying to figure out where they will be seated, their positioning in the playoffs. That happens to be the Miami Dolphins. Despite the injuries, the tragedies, the disasters, the Dolphins are going in. There is another team on northern Florida. They're trying to figure out their fate this upcoming weekend. Not getting a lot of attention now at this point, but they're going to get the attention right here on CBS Sports Radio. So to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars ahead of their matchup this upcoming weekend as they try to go out there and, and, and knock off these Titans, joining us is the senior reporter for the Jags. It's J.P. Shadrick. How are you? I'm well. Uh, great to be with you tonight, and great to be in Week 18 with still an opportunity to win the AFC South. Who would have thought that with a four-game losing streak in December? I, that usually doesn't bode well for for a, a Jag, uh, for a team's division title hopes, but somehow they persevered and, and got a win last week, and, and now a win, and they are the champs. Well, JP, you talk about that losing streak. I mean, yeah, who the hell goes to the playoffs losing to Cincinnati? And obviously uh, Cleveland ain't nothing to shake a stick at, but they've had to deal with Flacco. And then you got Tampa Bay. You got Baltimore. They're one of the best teams in the league. And somehow, some way, the Jags, do they have momentum? Is there enthusiasm surrounding the team? What's the deal? Well, I think the enthusiasm was always there. I mean, I think it was always there on the practice field. The problem is that it didn't really show up sometimes in key moments in games and against good teams. And they played three straight against the AFC North and lost them all. I mean, that's, that's what happens. You can't have any mental gaffes or mistakes or turnovers. And, and they had all of those combined in a lot of those games that cost them those football games. And, you know, so they've always had a confidence. I think that's partly because of the coaching. And Doug Peterson will, will not let them, you know, get too far down. Uh, he knows how to keep a team up and in it and motivated and ready, it feels like. So, okay, that's fine. They're just going through a lull. But it feels like now that they have survived it and they shut out Carolina last week like you're supposed to do against not-so-good football teams, and they did that and kind of got their sea legs back underneath them. The defense is healthy now. Uh, there's no defensive players on the injury report this week, which is great. Uh, the question, obviously, now is on the offensive side, uh, will Trevor Lawrence be ready, and will some of these weapons be ready? They haven't had their full arsenal of wide receivers on the field since the Monday Night Football Cincinnati game, and that lasted one play when Christian Kirk went down. So they could have all those guys back, but can they flip the switch and get that offense back coming again? That's a big question. J.P. Shadrick is here with us, Jaguar senior reporter. You talk about Trevor Lawrence, and, and we saw what happened to Christian Kirk right out of the gate in that game. And then, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, uh, at one point in time, we thought that he might have been done for the season the way he yeah. slammed his helmet down on the floor. What is the status of his health? Is he at full strength as we try to make a fight towards the postseason? No, I, I don't think he's – he hasn't been really full strength, I don't think, a lot of the back half of the season. It's the fourth time he's been on the injury report this year. Now, first time out was uh, the left knee injury. And he played on a short week on Thursday Night Football in the Superdome against the Saints with that bad left knee and led the team in rushing. So, okay, that wasn't so bad, apparently. Uh, bad enough to still have a brace for the next few weeks. And then the high ankle sprain. That was the fortunate one, the one you're talking about, where he got rolled up and twisted up like a pretzel and crawling and couldn't walk. And uh, That one looked bad. 
but a uh, high ankle sprain, but not um, obviously bad enough for him to have to sit out. He played the next week again and then was in the concussion protocol. And that's one you just can't really control, obviously, because of the protocol itself. So he cleared that, though, and played against Tampa. Didn't play especially well at either of the last two times out. This one's different, though. It's throwing shoulders. So it's an AC joint sprain. And if you can't throw the ball, I mean, there's no, you know, what else can you do? So uh, that's why I didn't go last week. Um, today, um, the in the open media period, which is about 20 minutes at the start of practice, he actually threw a football a few times. Um, how much velocity was on that, I don't know. I mean, I didn't feel like he was uh, really kind of letting it fly. Um, but they, then they shoo us out of there. So he didn't throw at all on Wednesday. Uh, in, in the portion we were out there, so maybe throwing a little bit today, build it up some. Um, it's my opinion that he needs to practice, though, to play his best on Sunday. We've seen it where he hasn't practiced, and then he plays, and he doesn't play well. So is that the best opportunity for the Jags? I don't know. Let's see how healthy it is. If he's healthy and cleared, he's playing. That's that's the bottom line. He's the franchise quarterback. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, especially to, to cement their way on into the postseason and the playoffs if they go ahead and get this win against Tennessee. If we take a look back at last year, the Jaguars went 9-8. and eight. We know about that big old comeback and the choke job that the Chargers had, beating them 31-30. Uh, to 30. Are we looking at deja vu? Like, it feels like the Jaguars in, in, in whole are stagnant. They haven't taken that full step. Why do you think that's been the case? And what needs to change, not just for these remaining games, however many are left, but into next season as well? Yeah, it's a great question. And this was supposed to be an offense-heavy team. I mean, they were talking in training camp about scoring 30 points per game. <laughs> they out, like, publicly. And that was kind of the goal. And that just hasn't really come to fruition for a number of different reasons. Some of the injuries are part of the reason why. Uh, they've had inconsistency on the offensive line, guys in and out of the lineup there, and just no way to really. They've had like nine different lineup combinations on the offensive line as part of that. Part of that's just Trevor not playing well at times and making dumb mistakes and uh, throwing into coverage and, and fumbling the football. I mean, that's that's really the big one. When the quarterback's turning it over, not just throwing picks, but you know, on a, on a running play, just letting it drop. Uh, that's that's a bad sign. So there's all that combined on the offensive side. The defense, though, has really led the way. I mean, they, they, they've been really good against the run for the most part. They got the last couple times, a few times out, it's been not great. I mean, Baltimore is going to run on anybody, and a couple games around that, not ideal. Um, and the pass rush is starting to get a little warmer, right? Josh Allen's playing better. Trayvon Walker's playing better. So that's been a good, uh, pretty constant group this year so that's where they are it's really about the offense don't turn it over gosh don't turn it over anymore it's been too much of that you, you, you see you've seen a lot of them well let, let me ask you this i remember being here in georgia i would hear just non-stop about trevor lawrence the next big thing and then he goes on to Clemson, and then you hear, oh, my God, wait until he goes to the NFL, the next big thing. Well, he's he's been here for, for quite some time now. He's still young. He, I don't even think he's past 25 years old, if that. That's right. Yeah, and he's so is there still – I mean, obviously he can still grow, but is he going to grow to be, like, top three, top four, top five as a QB? I think there's still hope for that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's certainly what the franchise hopes he can still be. And, you know, it's the end of year three. 
I know, you know, the first year his rookie season was the Urban Meyer debacle. That didn't go well. So, okay, kind of marked that one off. And then they reset everything and put a group around him that, um, you know, that can help him think like he was supposed to think as an NFL quarterback. With Peterson and Mike McCoy, the quarterback's coach, former head coach of the Chargers. And uh, Press Taylor, young up-and-coming offensive coordinator. So uh, they have that in place. It's just a matter now of, of going out there, and he has moments, right? I mean, he'll have a great game, and he'll have, um, you know, pinpoint accuracy, and he's running off that, and he, and he can balance it. But then he'll have others where it's just not a, a good performance, and he's got to balance those out. He's got to really kind of settle in a little bit more. I think, um, you know, the weapons in and out of the lineup have hurt him. You know, you don't have Christian Kirk for four weeks, but guess what? I mean, he's one of your go-to guys. Uh, Calvin Ridley has been a little inconsistent this year, I'd say. Um, that was one they were hoping, okay, it's a one-off, let's try it. Um, as long as he's it, not gambling, we're good. Well, yeah, and he hasn't. So, like, he's been out there, and, and, you know, it's just a matter of getting him on track. And then Zay Jones has been hurt. So that's where Trevor is. He's not going anywhere. I mean, he's the guy. He's, he's gonna be, they're going to give it all they got to uh, – there's all, these, you know, all this talk in the offseason about how oh, they can negotiate with him after this season and, and get a deal done. Well, let's hmm. tap the brakes a little bit. I, I think at some point they will, but uh, they need to see something here this week and in the playoffs, I think, to really um, be able to, to have full confidence in that, I think, going into this offseason. Well, JP, to, to start to wrap things up here, uh, when you think about what's going to take place – uh, against the Titans, when you think about what might take place in the postseason, what's realistic? Are, are they are they one round and done? I mean, are we looking towards uh, some help in the draft? Like, well, what do you think is going to happen over the next weeks and several months? This team can beat any team in the league. They can also lose to any team in the league. I mean, that, that's where they are right now. They they were you know, the scores might have been not really telling the whole tale of some of these blowout losses, but. They fell to that Baltimore game, but they were a couple plays away from at least getting it into the fourth quarter. And then, okay, then you see. Um, not saying they're going to go beat them nine times out of ten. That's not what I'm saying. But they feel like on any given Sunday they can line up and not be outgunned. You know, they're going to have the weaponry for the most part if they're healthy to go out there and compete. So that's fine. And in a playoff setting, that's all you want. Because how many teams right now really have that? You know, um, once they get in – you know, it's just a different feeling. And we saw what happened in the in the wild card game last year. There was no way. I mean, there's just no way. And then they just kept playing and got a touchdown before half and got a little confidence and the Chargers helped them out and, you know, threw the ball and it all kind of worked out. I don't know if that's sustainable. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Nothing. Yeah. But, um, hey, you know, if that's what it takes, this team does have some resilience to it. It's just a matter of bringing that resilience out each and every week and, that's been the problem spot after Thanksgiving. Yeah, let, let's see if they can go on a, uh, a one-game improvement from last season. I think they will. Yeah. And then uh, let's see what happens when they get into the postseason. Hey, JP, I appreciate you joining us. Where can people follow you and keep up with you on all the wonderful work you do covering the Jags? I appreciate it. Yeah, Jaguars.com, the official team website. And uh, on X, I suppose, at JP Shadrick. A lot of our content goes out there. Uh, we've we've got it seven days a week, pretty much. And certainly, if the Jaguars win this week, it'll be back to back division titles for the first time for the Jags since 1998 and 99. That has not happened. That would send a nice message, I think, to the rest of the division and 
maybe propel them to bigger and better things than they even had last year. So looking forward to it. Wow, we got to go back to uh, Brunel and Coughlin days, yeah. man. We got to oh, go yeah. back to almost the beginning. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a few years in. And Baselli was on there. I yeah. mean, Jimmy Smith's on there. I mean, Fred Taylor's in there. I mean, that's, those are some good teams now. Uh, but that's, that was in the NFC Central. So yeah, that, lot, this division didn't even exist then. So Yeah, a lot of the guys are pushing to, towards Social Security now at this point. Man. Yeah, wow. pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah, they've got, like, different body parts and things now. It's just <laughs> kind of what it is. They're a little older. Um, but, yeah, that's what it is. It's a history-defining moment, I think, for the Jags franchise. It'll be nice, and hopefully Trevor Lawrence can continue to move on as well. Hey, JP, thank you again for joining us, okay? Hey, have a great night. Appreciate it. No doubt about it. And good luck to the Jags, and hopefully they have some more games uh, representing North Florida as they kind of keep things rolling. Yeah, it's. I look at Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? I remember having a conversation months ago, like right before the season started, uh, with our CBS reporter and analyst Pete Prisco. And, and Pete was saying that Trevor Lawrence was going to be or is or was his preseason MVP pick. Like that was where some of the expectations were for the Jacksonville Jaguars before we started the season. And if you could think about Trevor Lawrence and his numbers, they're okay. They're pretty pedestrian. 19 touchdowns to 12 INTs only. I know this is 2024. Only 3,700 yards passing. That's that's not MVP-ish. And I know people look at the guy who's likely to be MVP, Lamar Jackson, and they go, oh, he only has 24 throwing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. He only has thrown for this many yards. It's like, who is the dude delivering your team to victory? And that would be Lamar. And maybe, maybe one day sooner than later, Trevor Lawrence can up his game into that Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, category as to well here we are looking at an mvp candidate a lot of expectations i told you coming out of georgia a lot of expectations coming out of clemson and now you playing with the big boys man you got to live up to the hype now here with the jacksonville jaguars it's the jr sport brief show here with you on cbs sports radio 855-212-4cbs that's 855-212-4cbs for CBS. I told you, Trevor Lawrence, he had an adjustment. There's always an adjustment going from college to the pros, right? Well, on the other side of the break, I'm going to tell you about some adjustments that college is trying to make to improve the quality of the game, to improve, I don't know, the, the players in their pockets. Yeah, the players might get more money. I'll tell you from where. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to J.P. Shadrick, senior Jacksonville Jaguars reporter, for joining us on the other side of the break. I wanted to have him on because I'm looking at the Jags and I'm saying to myself, this is a team I believe will make the playoffs. They certainly made the playoffs last year. It looked like they were going to hang in there with the Kansas City Chiefs after they, they came back that gigantic win uh, against the, the Chargers. And you thought that they would take a step forward this year, and I guess due to injuries, as we heard from uh, JP and inconsistencies with the offense, they haven't done so. And so they have an opportunity to go here into the postseason. Uh, beating Tennessee, they clinched themselves the, the AFC South. Uh, If the Jaguars lose, we might see Houston. We might see the Colts uh, winning the AFC South. And and Ryan, yes, I know you're you're a Colts fan. It's it's very well represented. We even had a caller last night uh, tell us about it. What do you think is going to happen here with the AFC South? I think the Colts will win on Saturday night, make the playoffs. I do, though, think the Jaguars will rally, beat the Titans, and win the AFC South. Wow. I okay. Know. All right, all right. I got to be honest here, and you, you tell me if you agree, if you disagree. I'm looking at the AFC South. Congratulations to Houston. They are the team that's not supposed to be here. You can probably say the same thing for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, who would have thought anything? Who you, you don't even know the injury to Anthony Richardson. I was saying let him wait. They threw him right into the fire. We know he got hurt and injured. <sighs> Isn't this a case of, like, we're looking at, at ultimate losers here? I, and I heard JP. JP said, and we all know this, you get into the playoffs, you get into the tournament, quote-unquote, anything can happen. But realistically, aren't the Jags, the Colts, uh, the Texans, aren't they just, like, fish food for whoever they face off in the playoffs? Maybe they went around, but they ain't winning nothing big, right? I would agree, yes. Like, they're not... None of those three teams are going to the Super Bowl. But this is all I'll say. It's not, I mean, the Ravens excluded. And obviously, maybe that's stupid on my part. But yeah. everyone, I'll say this everyone outside the Ravens is beatable. It's not Every, like the AFC is okay. deep this year. It's not like there's a lot of elite teams. It feels like Baltimore and everyone else. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're, we're staring in the face of, of what we've seen the past several seasons, except for these other two teams haven't kind of jumped them yet. Uh, I, I thought for the past couple of years, we've been looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, and the Baltimore Ravens as the top three teams in the AFC. And the Bengals, I know people historically have looked at them as, as the Bungles, but Joe Burrow steps onto the scene. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league in the game. Unfortunately, he's had to now deal with with injuries at the beginning of his career. Now, more recently, uh, the Bengals have jumped in there as well. But those are the top three. And and this is what I mentioned with JP about the Jags. They're just just running in place. And I know about the whole Urban Meyer disaster and 
Hopefully he doesn't have a, a blonde young lady sitting on his lap right now. Uh, but they've they I don't want to say they're stagnant, but I feel like the Jags are going to win on Sunday. They're going to go into the playoffs having won the AFC South. Maybe they went around and a next year is going to come around. I'm going to go, well, oh, this is this is just the, the same old Jags like this is the same old, same old. So I, I pretty much have not shut the door on my expectations for them. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, 24 years old, there's still room to grow. I'm I'm just looking at this as a, I don't want to say a, a lost season for the Jags, but I, I got no expectations for them. They're going to be on vacation. If I was a Jacksonville Jaguars player, of course you want to go to the Super Bowl and make a run. I, I'd be thinking about vacation. Maybe that's why I'm not a professional athlete. Besides that, I'm, I'm barely 5'8". I ain't playing nothing. That's why I sit down and watch. Anyway, before we did go to break, I did mention this to you. Trevor Lawrence had all of these expectations on him, right? When Trevor Lawrence was winning at Clemson and and getting ready for the league, he was an amateur. Well, damn it, even since he's coming to the league, things have changed, okay? Now we know about NIL, name, image, and likeness. Uh, You know, Reggie Bush would have still had his damn Heisman. We wouldn't be talking about vacated victories and what have you. Players would be making money. I'm sure Trevor Lawrence would have made millions of dollars at Clemson. And now he's making millions in the NFL. Well, if you're not familiar, the NCAA has a new president. Okay, not just now, but as of early last year, Charlie Baker, who was the former governor of Massachusetts, he has taken over for Mark Emmert. This goes back to March. And he has started to institute and try to push forward some big changes when it comes down to college athletics. And it has to do with getting paid. And not from your local pizzeria, not from Joe the barber or Bob the insurance guy or Susie the baker. Sorry, Susie the baker. I guess that's a sexist by me. My apologies. But the NCAA, they're like, man, maybe the schools can now pay the athletes. This is what Charlie Baker is trying to do. Listen to this from CBS News. The NCAA is proposing a revolutionary plan that could let schools pay their athletes. President Charlie Baker outlined the change in a letter Tuesday. It would create a new tier of Division I schools that could pay their athletes unlimited amounts. They would compensate at least half of their athletes with a minimum of $30,000 in educational trust funds each year. The reforms include no cap on compensation. It's estimated that the average cost per school would be $6 million. They are basically, I don't want to say, well, not basically, they are. He wants to create like another division of college football where you now got the top teams, uh, you know, eligible to go out there and pay the players. And I don't know if this would be a super conference or what it would be, but obviously you got some of the, the smaller schools, typically some of the smaller schools that happen to be in the, the, the FCS. They're like, well, what about us? Like, this is more haves and have-nots, but the reality is, I'm sorry, folks, that's, that's just life. I think it would actually make sense if the schools were able to put some money into the pockets of the quote-unquote student-athletes who get treated like athletes first. I remember, I think it was Shabazz Napier. I was standing right in front of him when he was playing for the UConn Huskies at, like, the Final Four and he's just like, oh, yeah, man, some days I go to sleep hungry. Like, what? Like, what? Like, I just saw I just saw a dancing Kit Kat out here on the court that I don't know how much money. Hey, hey Hickey, 
who does Kit Kats? Do you, who, who does that? Is what do you like, mean who does Kit Kats? Is that like Mars? The uh, cho- chocolate company? I don't know. Mars, I think so, yeah, right? Reese's, Kit Mars, Kat. Yeah, Mars, Same Reese's. Umbrella. Whatever it is, they're paying millions of dollars to the NCAA to have a dancing piece of candy on the court. And here you have one of the players. There'd be no game if there were no players. The guy can't even get a dollar to eat because of violations, because of amateurism. And so, yeah, I know Charlie Baker might be trying to put more of a chasm there in, in college athletics and everybody can get some money. Good. Some money is better than no money for the student athletes who carry the programs. College athletics is a money maker for a lot of these schools, colleges, universities, what have you. Let the athletes get some bread. Make some changes. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of bread and changes, the NBA made a change in the offseason. And they just took some bread. They just took some money away from one of their teams. I'll explain to you why, and I'll tell you why this team is being punished. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.